Welcome back to the 10th episode of Greyhound Time. I'm Wilson Stahl, and I'll be co-hosting this week's episode with Andrew Thompson. In today's episode, we'll be talking with the Clayton Cross Country coach, James Crow. Others might know him as Coach Crow. Andrew and I have been running cross country for the past two to three years. Coach Crow, welcome on, Coach Crow. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. So first, I'm going to start off congratulating uh, Coach Crow and Andrew Thompson for another extremely successful cross country season. Uh, they both went to state. Crow led the girls team to a state where they placed seventh, and including two boy cross country runners with Andrew Thompson, who placed 31st, and Shane Le- I don't know say his last name. Yes. Yes, who placed 57th. All right. Well, come on, Crow. Can you tell us a little about uh, yourself and what got you into running? Um, well, uh, this would be back in 1968. I uh, was not really too sure about what sports I wanted to go out with, and I ran, uh, we had a gym class where you had to run a mile, and I ran a mile, and I was the fastest kid in gym class, and so they kind of recruited me out for cross country and uh, track, and that's pretty much where it started. So what were some of your most memorable moments while running in your youth? Um, I think, uh, well, I won my first meet was at MICDS, and I was a sophomore, and I won the varsity meet, so that pretty much was pretty memorable for me. Uh, I ran in college, um, so, and then having a couple, I had a kid who was a state champion in 1979 for Lindbergh, and then coaching some really fast kids at U-City, and then coming over here and uh, having that fourth place team back in 2019, really highlights. Where'd you go to high school? Viani. And then where'd you go to college? Uh, well, at the time it was called Northeast Missouri State. Now it's Truman. So and is it is that Truman State or just Truman? Truman State. Truman State. And did you always know you wanted to be a cross country coach later in life? Did you feel like it had such a big impact on your life? Um, really, I didn't really give it much thought until when I was in college, and my college coach kind of like took me under his wing, and I'd go in and we'd sit in his office and talk about it and. He was pretty much the one who pushed me into, uh, gave me the direction that, that um, this is something I wanted to do. What was it like running in college compared to high school? Uh, everybody's faster, a lot more miles. We did, uh, for cross country, you'd have to come in at, um, they'd want you in at 80, 80 to 100 miles a week. So it was a lot, lot more running. I came from a high school program that was low, low mileage. So how long have you how long have you been coaching cross country and where were you coaching before Clayton and what made you want to be the coach here at Clayton? Um, I off and on I've been coaching about thirty plus years. Um, I was at U City for the lap for fourteen years and then um, I knew Curtis Warner who was the previous coach here and then I was kind of ready to I had coached a couple years of college and I was kind of ready to hang it up and Curtis talked me into coming over here and being his assistant coach and writing the training and then he would handle everything and then Curtis's wife decided to go to medical school so he moved to Kansas City and so I took over as head coach. So you were just talking about all the planning. How do you plan for a cross-country season? Um, I, you can do it various ways. I, you break it down into cycles and I run like a seven-day cycle. Some coaches run a 
nine-day cycle, but I think it's important that for high school kids, it's easier to, to understand a, a seven-day cycle. So then what I do is I break down the season, and I'll have, like, in the summer, we're trying to get in mileage. We're trying to, you know, I'm doing longer workouts, like tempos and and uh, and uh, fartleks. And then as we get into the season, I start we start training for, for meets, and I'll start, I'm a t- pretty traditional coach, and then I'll go long to short. Um, I never, I have a training plan that I write out at the beginning of the season, but I never, uh, it's not written in stone, so we adjust as the season goes. But I plan out each, each workout, each week, I plan out for, with the idea of, of I want everybody to be running their best races at the end of the season. So what do you think you do best as a coach? Do you think you do a good job of motivating all the runners on the team? Well, uh, I try my best at that. I don't know how that always works out. I think the best thing I do, uh, I've, I've been noted for, other coaches have told me that I really get my athletes to really run their best races peak at the end of the season. I think that's what I'm really noted for. Yeah, it's really hard to get people motivated, especially for something like cross country where you're running and when it's hot out in the beginning of the season yeah. it's pretty tough so why do you enjoy being the coach here at Clayton uh I don't I'm 67 years old I enjoy being around the high school co- students um like I said I coached college I've coached coached po- post-collegiate runners but I really just enjoy being around the young students it's a lot of fun keeps me young yeah so running on a team coached by you we know you have a sense of humor do you feel like having a sense of humor keeps the runners more engaged and more relaxed while running or doing workouts? Well, first of all, it's not fun. This this sport is not really fun. There's a whole lot of self-gratification uh, that you get from it. It's very rewarding, but when you're running a race, or you like you, you mentioned, going out and running when it's 90 degrees out, it's that's not fun. Um, so I try to keep it. I understand that. I'm a runner. I understand how that goes. So I try to have a sense of humor and um, try to make it a little bit more fun for the for the athletes. Yeah, so you've been coaching cross-country for quite a while now. Who are some of the fastest uh, runners you've coached? Well, I had a uh, runner I mentioned in 1979, Brian Blackford. He was a state champion. Uh, I had David Lambus over at U-City. He was a 15-minute 5K kid. Um, I had Allie Kluster and Anna Schaefer Skelton. They were uh, they were uh, nineteen minute five k girls. Um, I had Andrew over here. He's my fastest Clayton runner. Um, Anna McAndrew and uh, Sophie Pellegrine are some some of the fastest girls I've coached. So let's take a a look at this past season. What were some of the strengths and weaknesses from this past season for the for both boys and girls, um, well, our girls really—that uh, was a—that was a, a surprise. We got, you know, we got a bunch of girls that came out and trying cross country for the first time, and a lot of them are pretty good athletes. So they ended up really running well. Anna McAndrew just kind of fell into our lap. She was running over COVID and, and decided she liked it and came out and. She was our top runner at the end of the at the end of the season. Um, it, the The boys team. It was important for us to really. We weren't. We didn't have any any real studs other than Andrew, but we didn't have any real stud runners. So it was important for us 
to run as a pack. And um, that's kind of what we did in 2019. We didn't have one all-state kid, and we still placed fourths, but we packed up really well. So that was the important the important thing. And I think the boys winning the, the conference uh, cross-country championship, I think that was a big highlight. The girls getting getting out of districts for the first time since 2015, that was a huge, huge one too. So you coached a very successful team, um, most notably in 2019. What made that team so special and talented? Well, like I said, it was a bunch of guys who bought into what we were what we were talking about. They ran they ran together. They they put in a lot of miles uh, in the summertime, so they were all really fit. Um, and we had some guys who who like you take Sal Pinnells, who kind of um, came out for cross country and to get in shape for basketball and uh, by his junior year he decided he was going to buy into the program and just made himself into a really good runner so he kind of had that mentality that they were all uh, blue collar runners and they were going to get out there and stick together and run as a pack and finish as a pack. So last year was my first year with the team. Um, We haven't sent a boys team to state since 2019 however we are still sending boys but not the whole team. What has the boys team lacked um, yeah, what has the boys teams, what has the boys team lacked these past two years that the team in 2019 didn't? Well, part of the thing was we had four, four uh, classes when, in 2019. Now we have five, so we're one of the we were one of the bigger uh, schools in class three. Now we're one of the smaller schools in class four. So, in order to overcome that, we have to our guys are going to have to just put in the miles in the in the summertime and just develop a real racing mentality. Yeah, because it feels like ever since 2019 we've kind of, well, not anymore, but it was kind of like the leftovers, and now we're out of leftovers. Like last year, the biggest runners were Millen and uh, Anin. Anin, and they they didn't go to state. I think they were, were they the alternates that year. Well, which year? 2019? 2019. I can't speak on that. Uh, Millen ran at state. Yeah, it's kind of feels like they were. We kind of had leftovers year after year, and we haven't had really many breakout runners until Andrew. And I mean, lately Nate went off in the past right. couple. Of, I mean, he I think he ran eighteens. Yeah, he ran eighteen. So eighteen twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, it just you you're you're basically rebuilding every year, and you hope that the older guys will show the younger guys that 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 the the kind of things that they need to do to to run well and run fast um we're gonna ha- we're gonna build our team next year we're is a completely new rebuilding year because we're losing a lot of seniors so we're gonna build around andrew um and hopefully we'll get kids out in the summer running and we can put put together a, a team around andrew it's just every year is a little bit different yeah speaking on um getting kids out are you aware of the feeder team at white the the problem with Y Down is that um, they only they only practice two or three times a week, and they don't run much, and every year it's a different coach. So we have tried to touch base with them a little bit more. Now you take a, uh, the Jefferson County schools like Festus, Herculaneum, Potosi, the schools that always do really well at state. They their their middle school has a league. Their middle school that Jefferson County League. They train five to six days a week. 
they're running the same type of workouts that the high school runners are running. So they already come into the program already prepared, ready to go. We're, we're getting the kids that coming in and the most they've probably ever run is two or three miles a day. And I've got to boost them up to, to uh, uh, you know, by the end of the season, they got to be running six, seven miles. So, you know, it's, it's a different, whole different mentality. Yeah, there are, uh, so speaking of getting more people at Clayton to run cross country, there are a lot of people who play soccer, who go out for soccer freshman year, and uh, they're good soccer players, but they probably won't play until the senior year. And so are you, do you ever try to like pull people in and bring them to cross country? Yeah, part of the, part of the problem there has been that they have more than one, you know, they have a, more than one JV. JV, more than one freshman team, so they see the opportunity to play soccer. It's hard for me to convince them to try something that they've never tried before. We got we got Shane over from soccer. Uh, your brother played soccer. He came over. Um, you know, they Shane realized that he wasn't going to be able to play on the varsity team. He still wanted to have something competitive. Uh, some of the guys talked him into coming out trying cross country. The the thing that would really help me is if. We could get them to just at least try the sport and see if they like it. Uh, you know, it's it 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 feeds that that competitive aspect. It also feeds the uh, the team aspect. And you know, so if they can just get past the fact that oh, it's so hard to run miles, uh, and you know, the old saying is our sport is your sport's punishment. Well, not really, but you know, that's that's the way it goes. Yeah. So going back to the Whiteon team and the future of the boys and girls team. Are there any runners at Whiteon right now that might make an impact on the team in years to come? Well, the the uh, there there were some ninth grade or well eighth grade girls. They did really well. We host that. One of the things that I've tried to do is we host a meet for them, and um, that way we can get them used to meeting the, the. They meet some of the high school runners, and then at the same time they get a, a little taste of what it's like to ra- race. Uh, and then so there's a there's a some of the girls look really good and then there's a couple of the boys that look really good we really are hurting we only got three freshman boys out this year so that kind of hurts us overall in our numbers and um, we'll probably see a drop-off after you guys graduate yeah do you like how a lot of people on the cross or not a lot of people but some people on the cross-country team they don't uh, run meets does that are you okay with that because I know that's kind of an inclusive sport um, as far as I'm concerned, I get you out running. That's the best. And and if you have a positive experience when you're when you're on this team and you walk away four years from now and said, you know something that was hard, but I really enjoyed my time there. That's the most important thing to me. To be honest with you, you know we, the thing that that really that really struck me and really stuck with me with that championship team, the 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 fourth place team was the way those guys all, all enjoyed it and the way they they had it. It didn't mean, I mean, it was good that we, that I got some, some uh, ac- acumens for that, but it was more important that those guys had a good time and they had, they look, they can look back on that and really have a, had a positive experience. So if you come out and you don't, and you don't want to race, that's fine. Um, as long as you're putting in the work and as long as you get enjoyment out of it, that's fine. Yeah, so now let's talk about the girls' team. The girls' team's done really well. As we said earlier, uh, they play seventh at state. 
uh, what has contributed to their recent success? Because earlier, I think when we were fre- when I was a freshman at least, the team was almost non-existent. Right, there were very few runners. Right, yeah. we. This was the most girls I've ever had out since I've been here in the six years I've been here. So that helps. Numbers helps. Um, there's some really good athletes in that group, mm-hmm. and you know, so they're 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 used to to working. They're used to working hard, so they came out and they. They ran, and then and then some of it's just luck, like Anna McAndrew deciding that she wanted to come out, and her coming out and, and running well. That, you know, she didn't have any basis for, for knowing about cross country. She was a soccer player. So, you know, I think that this is probably one of the best girls teams that I've ever coached, and I think it's just going to get better the next couple of years. Yeah, so speaking about the future, um, about uh, bringing girls in, do you think Izzy uh, – has a uh, does a good job on bringing in more girls. She seems to be very involved on the girls' side of the team. Yeah, I think Izzy's uh, Izzy's real important. She sells the program. You don't want to downplay Camilla. Was one of our captains. She's really looks out for those girls and and sets a good a good uh, example for them. Um, Sophia Pellegrin, she's real encouraging. So, you know, in the past we had we had some conflicts with our older girls. And the younger girls now, I think we're all kind of like they're all working together as a team. And and you know our our two captains last year, Ruth Pearson and and Josie Gillette, they really uh, they really set a tone for the for this these captains at being uh, all in, encompassing with the team. So do you think the girls team can, you know, make a big statement by um, by other schools knowing that you know Clayton girls. Um, are here to stay. What do you think about that? Yeah, well, we already made an impression on Ladue, um, and um, we're just going to get better. We bring everybody back next year. Um, I think uh, I wasn't too worried about I, w- I just wanted to get out of districts. I wasn't too worried about the, the state placing. I just wanted them to get the experience because we have a lot of young girls on that team. Um, get the experience at the state meet because, as you you know, it's like no other meet yeah, you're ever going to run. Fun. Yeah. So, and it's it's a shock at first when you first run that. You got every. It's fast. It's the fastest race you're going to run in. So, it was important for them to get that experience. And then you know some of them were a little bit down that we only got seventh place. But I point out to them, there's about 200. 200 kids in our uh, or 200 teams in our class close to 200 and they were seventh so we were seventh in our class seventh out of close to 200 that's pretty impressive yeah um so we know the season ended a week ago but uh do you have any previews and thoughts of next year's boys and girls team what it'll look like and well i think our girls team our girls team is going to be better than this year so i'm expecting them the trophy next year um, I'm expecting Andrew to get all state. I think it was important for him, for you, to uh, experience that and see what it's like. Those guys are going to run fast and they're not going to mess around. Um, as far as the boys, it's going to be a rebuilding year, so I don't know. Somebody's going to step up. Somebody, somebody won't. Somebody will. It, it just depends. And those that, that work out, like I said, they put the miles in the summer. Um, there's an old saying, you train in the summer to learn how to, to train uh, for meet. So summer we train to get ready to, to do the, the training for the during the season, and in the season we're training to run meets. Do you think we'll be able to be competitive with Ladue next year? 
both boys and girls? Or Yeah, I think so. Um, Ledoux brings back some fairly good runners. They don't have their two studs like they had this year, but they have some good runners. Um, but we're bringing back some good runners too. Our girls team has already demonstrated that they can beat Ledoux, so I think, I, I think we'll be fine. So we know you encourage a lot of runners on the team to run tra track in the spring. How beneficial can running in the track be to someone's cross-country career that next fall? The, the thing about track is in, in, in cross-country, we're training for a 5K, so we're running paces. In track, you're training for a mile, maybe at the most two miles, so you're running fast. You're, you're you know, like a 530 mile in cross-country is really good time. You know, it, it, when you balance that out, it's a 17-minute 5K. 530 mile on track is nothing. You better be able to break five if you want to really run. So you just learn to run fast. And then that trans translates over into cross-country where you run fat, you run faster uh, during the cross-country season because you've already ex exhibited that in track. And what are some of your favorite courses to watch, like, the high, the high school team uh, run at? Well, obviously, I like the St. Vincent course. Yeah. Um, uh, the uh, um, the the McNair course is a good course to watch. Um, the state course, like I said, that's an awesome course to watch. Um, and and even the uh, the um, the the uh, 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 the Arnold Park course. That's okay. That's a good course to watch. So you're getting rid of uh, Clayton. Can we convince you to keep that one or getting rid of the Clayton meat? Oh, said? we're still going to have the Clayton meat. Well, you're moving it from Shaw, yeah. right? Yeah, we're going to move it out to St. Vincent's. Yeah. And can you give us the backstory on why St. Vincent's? Uh, well, if you've noticed, uh, we used to start up on the, on the uh, baseball soccer field, but they fenced that all off, so I had to move it, move the, up the starting line up to the, up to the top of the hill up there. Um, then they put in a big lake with, with that. Uh, um, I'm not, you know, this, it's not, this is the parks department. We, they have one event a year for cross country. So sure, they're going to do the, what they do, but they put in a big picnic pavilion with a, in one corner. Um, they don't mow the park as much as they used to. Uh, there's holes all over the place. Um, and I'm just worried about, you know, then they put a bench in where we come down the hill. So yeah. it just got to where they were, there really wasn't a lot of room for us to run anymore. So I was worried about if you watch the races when we run the, we had to limit the number of teams, varsity teams that we have. When you watch the JV runs, it's just com completely crowded. They can't really maneuver around. So. I just thought it was best to move it out to a place where we have more room and and uh, it's not as hazardous to my runners. And besides coaching during the fall, what else do you like to do during your free time? Can you speak about fishing? Yeah, I fish. Uh, <laughs> fish a lot, about once a week. Uh, in the in the summertime, we go out. We have a friend of mine. It's it's kind of funny. The two guys I fish with, I ran cross country with in college. Um, we we go out. One guy has a John boat, and we fish the Mississippi. And then in the in the late fall we we uh, we kayak we kayak in the fall and the spring early spring we go around to different lakes and and fish those um, and then uh, sometimes in the winter I go up to bush wildlife and fish for trout so 
All right. Well, once again, huge thanks to Coach Crow for coming on to this podcast. We hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Make sure to tune in next Thursday for another episode. And make sure to follow the Instagram and YouTube at Greyhound Time. See ya.